Mitch McConnell called the Democrats bluff and made them vote on the Green New Deal. See, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's so bad, I'm telling you. Because you steal chicken sandwiches to eat them during football. But that's why we're here. Both. That's why we're here for you. Is so that you can come here and see the full circle. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that was nice. I didn't even plan that. That was fucking nice. <laughs> we are getting good. And we're live. Facebook live stream, Salt of the Streets, episode 54. Is that what we decided? It's 54 today? Yeah, unless you're reading my tweets, which apparently <laughs> said 53. Then it's not. Scratch so, that. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody real quick for joining us. Obviously, we're here, like I said, Salt of the Streets. I'm Donovan. I'm Colin. We are we are happy as fuck to have everybody here today. Thank you again for joining us. Um, it has been quite a fucking week. Uh, yeah, Bill, I'll say. Yeah, Bill Barr released his memo in the Mueller report. Uh, the charges against Jesse Smollett were dropped. Mitch McConnell called the Democrats bluff and made them vote on the Green New Deal. Uh, it's It's been a fucking week, and we are going to talk about all of that. On the show this week. Before so we go excited. any further, just want to let everybody know this is obviously on Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Uh, we have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our own personal so- so- social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. He is Big Bird Offie on both of those things. You can find all of this on saltofthestreets.com. Our YouTube is also at Salt of the Streets with all of our videos. Thank you very much. It's fantastic. Did I ever tell you like the origin story of Big Bird Offie? You know who we, we could thank coolest guy around for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of just, like you said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's where I got that name, huh? And that guy doesn't even work there anymore. No. <laughs> I'm the coolest guy around now, apparently. Yeah, except for except Spencer. Except for Spence. <laughs> Good old fucking Spenny. Anyway, before we go any further from here, I need you to tell these people what you ate today. Besides ate, that Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> yeah. We should say before we go any further... Jake. Big shout out to Jake and Morgs for uh, they stopped by, brought us some uh, Krispy Kreme donuts and some delicious Port Townsend Brewing beer. Yes. So shout out to you, beautiful bastards. We love you. Um, but for my breakfast, three eggs, hash browns, and a big fat wad of Jimmy Dean sausage. Boom. Fuck yeah. I'm proud of you, son. Full full on. That's how you do it right eating. there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, had my, I had my standard breakfast. I eat pretty much the same thing. Like before every show, yeah, um, it's like some hash brown patties, sausages, some eggs. You know, it's a it's a whole it's a big deal. It's a like whole the deal. the patty patty kind or yeah. the shredded patty yeah. kind. No, like a hash we've had brown this conversation patty. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a you know shredded that they that they mush into a an oblong. Oh yeah, like an oval esque patty the kind that you get at like a fast food place. Yeah, They're yeah, so, yeah. Or at at school when you were growing up. Yeah, it's, it's do they have delicious. those for like. School breakfast and stuff. Well, I never had them at school, um, but they're uh, they're stupid good. That's yeah. what they are. But also, when I was in school, they didn't have French fries or anything anymore. <gasps> like they stopped having French fries the year that I got into junior high. And oh, like, the the Obama era health healthy they, lunches. Um, <laughs> I started junior high in two thousand and six. So wow, um, I was graduated for so, a year. It was pre-Obama. <laughs> it was it was George Bush. There you um, go. So we'll blame the Bushes. No kids left behind, and that includes because they're fat. So <laughs> they took out the French fries and the soda machines. And so, yeah, no, but we still had fucking pizza and chicken sandwiches. I used to, uh, this is horrible, when I was, um, okay, fuck, I'm such a piece of shit. I had, re- <laughs> I had reduced lunch, right? So my lunch was only 40 cents. 
Yep. Um, but I was like playing football and shit like that when I was in high school. And so I would take a chicken sandwich and I would put it in my pants, like in between my belt and, and my body. And then would. See, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm telling you. Because you steal chicken sandwiches to eat them yeah. during football. And then I would fucking, I would buy a piece of pizza, you know, and then get Perfect. two juices. I would hold a juice in my hand under the plate and then get a juice and a milk. So I had two juices and a milk. And then I also get an apple. And Game then, in the system. And so then I would eat both juices, the milk, the pizza, and the chicken sandwich. And I was like, all right, I'm ready for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. That was the only way to survive. I mean, you're you're a growing boy, man. You got to eat. Otherwise, they're going to stunt your growth. I burned myself on a chicken sandwich one time. So it wasn't always worth it. Ow. Because it's fucking school lunch. So they're not always fresh. You know, especially like if no. you have like an Olympic, there was three different lunches. You know, yeah, yep. first lunch. Yep. And... I don't know. I obviously didn't. I may have had the first one that day. I don't know. I did terrible shit. So I might have just gone to the first one that day just because. And they, just were, because. they were fresh. There you go. And it was bad news. Came right um, out of the fryer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was bad news. Uh, so I did have one thing that I wanted to. Well, I got a couple things written down here. But the first one, I heard this week we hit some record immigration numbers over the border, right? That I've there heard were some that. days where they hit 4,000 people in one day, right? Yeah. So one thing that confused me this week, or not confused me, me just just brought me back right where i'm like i remember when just a few weeks ago i'm old enough to remember right just a few weeks ago when they were talking about the budget and the democrats argued for less beds at the border for people to be yeah to be kept there and i'm looking at it now and i'm like well that seems like it was counterproductive because you now have just a little bit even more people that are there and now you can't contain them you know what i'm saying that seems counterproductive to the goals of everybody yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be counterproductive if we just did what they want and did catch and release. Oh, which I think is their ultimate and goal. That's kind of what you what you think. That's why I think they for. can justify that kind of stuff to themselves. Yeah. But still wrong. Yeah, I just it it seemed very strange to me, you know, that that's like that that's what the argument was for was for That's crazy. less beds at the border, but now we like I don't like what do we, what are we supposed to do with that? Especially when when the argument is being made from the Democrats that they also don't want illegal immigration. Yeah. You know, they also, like, they want it to be done right and through the system and shit. But we want less beds for people to be able to keep there while they can be done through the system. But we also don't want more people working at the border to help process people. And we don't want anybody else there to help because we want less money going into the border. Yeah, it kind of sounds convoluted and it doesn't really make sense, it, does it? It doesn't, you know, I like I don't want to I don't want to repeat it, but counterproductive feels like the only term that I can really use yeah. for that. It's like that doesn't it seems like it's fighting everybody at this point. You know, point. Don, I think uh counterproductive uh movements from that side of the uh the governmental control uh is probably gonna be a an underlying theme of today's show. I have a feeling. Yeah. Just based off of the topics we're going to hit. When it concerns me a little bit, right? Because it's, I don't know who to blame for people not being able to see that that argument is not genuine. You know, like to be able to see through all this, that they're doing things that are counterproductive during this administration to try and make themselves look like they have a bigger stance to like turn things around. But yeah. the, the things that are being done are, are, counterproductive things but done by them you know so it's i don't know who to blame for that i don't know if it's because the democrats are so sneaky you know and we're just so fucking smart that we're like <laughs> this this is what's going on you know or yeah. or people are just unwilling to see that or yeah it's a tough it's question too big of a circle too many steps you know that like people are 
don't want to follow through with that mm-hmm. because it's I can see that that's a large yeah it's a, you yeah. know if you in my mind bless you if you are playing the same political games you know as you did in the days of old when the internet wasn't a thing you know and you're counting on your voting demographic to only watch mainstream media and only read headlines and only hear the clips that CNN plays of you on TV, you probably will be all right. So they're only hearing half of that circle. And they're not following through to like watching them vote and what they vote for and what they're actually pushing for legislatively. That'd be my guess. Yeah. But then, you know, that's speculation. No, I think, I think that makes sense though. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Well, which is sad. Because it is not the case. Yes. For, well, I don't mean, I don't know. But that's why we're here. But that's why we're here for you is so that you can come here and see the full circle. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that was nice. I didn't even plan that. That was fucking nice. <laughs> God, we are getting good. Um, so there's something else I want to talk to you about. Bump stock ban got upheld this week in the courts. Word. Right? I heard and that. I believe that it is that people have 90 days to either destroy or turn in their bump stocks to the police. Right? So... I feel really conflicted about this, and I'm not sure why. And so I was excited to come here and talk to you about it because you always, you always help me figure myself out, right? So, so I don't think just, and obviously I don't, I don't know, I haven't talked about it that much because you're the only person I talk to this type of stuff about. But right. I don't really see any reason for anybody to have a bump stock other than like just for fun, you know, because that's all really the purpose is just for fun, which I can understand. That's yeah, people have you know, f- they've got shit for all types of different reasons, you know. But I really, really don't like. The idea of now you have something that you have to either destroy or give to the government. You Turn know what it I'm in. Saying? And I I feel conflicted about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, is, was there anything in there about like a, a grandfather rule? Like if you have it, I, I will it's admit I have not. Sell anymore. And I don't think so because like I said, when I, when I heard it, they said that they have to turn them in or destroy them. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll pull up a quick little little Google right now. But from what I heard of it, and uh-huh. I have not looked up any extra articles, but what I heard is that you've got 90 days to, to get rid of your shit. Like you're not allowed to have them anymore. I feel know? like there'd be a nice public service announcement, right? That um, should accompany that or something. Because the only problem I see with that, with we can argue all day about the validity of whether or not we think it's it's right or wrong that it's happening, but regardless of that, it is happening because the Supreme Court has upheld that. Yeah. So, it, but it's enforcement. How do you enforce that fully without breaking other constitutional rights, particularly the was the Fourteenth Amendment, or I don't want to misquote it, but the, the illegal search and seizures. You know, how are you gonna you gonna send a cop to somebody's door? that has registered and bought a bump stock over the internet or something like that. They're just going to come and then search your house and confiscate it. I don't see that actually working out. Right. And that's, um, so that's obviously one, one reason I'm concerned about it. Um, and I don't know. I wasn't sure, you know, I just knew that I felt weird about it and I wasn't yeah. sure why I felt this way because it was something that I've, I, I generally agreed with, you know, in the idea that I'm like, well, mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you really need it anyway? You know, just for like fun. But I also like, well, just because I don't think that it's that fun doesn't mean you don't think that it's that fun because yep. people like shooting shit and blowing it up and there's all kinds of stuff. They make fucking little canisters that you shoot and they blow up. You yeah. Know? Like that's a thing that they make. For Those are really use. fun, apparently. So I, I don't know. You know, I feel 
under you, the under the regulation, Americans who own bump stocks have 90 days to destroy their device or turn them into the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Hmm. In instructions posted on its website, the Bureau suggested crushing, melting, or shredding as acceptable methods of destruction. Because so the Trump administration tried to block the ban on bump stocks, and the yeah. Supreme Court turned that over. They they turned over the the block of the ban on bump stocks. So they are now banned in the United States. Um, and this is, I'm sure everybody knows, but just to put it out there, it's as a result of the shooting in Las Vegas, there was 58 people that were killed and hundreds of people that were wounded there and bump stocks were used in that shooting. And I also, I'm sure one part of it is I don't like the idea of, I also don't like the word punishment because that feels too harsh to me, but uh-huh. these other people, all these people in the country being punished because one person decided to make this choice, you know, yep. because prior to this, I didn't even know what the fuck a bump stock was. And so I'm sure that was the case for most people in the United States. Yeah, I think most know? people didn't. I had never heard of it before. So I didn't I, know it existed. Know, and I'm not, you know, well, like super well versed in guns or anything, but I, I feel comfortable assuming that most people didn't know what they were. Yeah. You know, and now these people who have had them for years or maybe even decades and have never done anything wrong with them don't get to have them anymore because one person abused it. That seems strange to me. Yeah. You know, but I said so I sit in this area of conflict because I'm like, well, fuck it, you know, because I also don't personally agree with like people owning automatic weapons, you know, and I'm like, well, this is kind of a gray area between the two. So let's just err on the side of safety, you know, is kind yeah. of how I feel about it. But it's definitely a it's a very conflicting one because there's not just there's not just one aspect of like constitutional rights that it that it touches you know this isn't like just a second amendment right type of thing it would be nice if it was but there's also the the reality of implementation and enforcement which may right. infringe upon other rights and so right i mean it's just on the onus of all citizens who own these things to do the right thing legally now and destroy them. Well, and we also we have someone here in the comments that uh, Nancy who pointed out that only law-abiding citizens are going to do that anyway. You know? Yeah. So there are people, anybody who has an automatic weapon that isn't supposed to have one, or a felon who has a weapon that isn't supposed to have one, or something like that. You know, and they, if they have a bump stock, they're going to keep it because they're they're already not supposed to have a gun. You know, mm-hmm. anybody who is not following any type of law is not going to turn it anyway. And then, like you said, what are you going to do? You're going to send people around for you know search through the fucking database of people who've purchased bump stocks to go to their house to make sure that they destroyed them or turned them in, like. Good luck. Like what? You know, because that that starts to step into the Patriot Act, you know, and we all know what a fucking shit show that was. So I don't. Yeah, I don't see like that's a. Yeah, that's going to be a. Is this a a constitutional crisis? You know, it might turn into one. Um, And we again, Nancy said it's, you know, is this like a possible first step to government control? And I don't generally like to even step down that road because I'm like, I. I don't generally see that as a possibility. Yeah, you know, but that is the, the that, that is the in, slippery slope that you potentially get caught on. Yeah, and what is next? I mean, do you really? How far is enforcement of this really going to go? Right, because it's not just going to be the quote unquote law abiding citizens that are going to turn around and destroy their bump stocks and stuff like that. It's you're going to have a lot of you know deeply conservative libertarian folks that are just saying the government is not going to come into my house. And do and take something away from me that I legally have had for a great number of years, and I have never done anything wrong with. Yeah, and that's and that's how I feel, right? Like I said, even though I don't personally agree with it, I'm like, well, I'll be fucking damned if 
If anyone should be coming and taking your shit that you own and you've no. never done anything with, like, why should you not be able to have that? You know, that seems that's not something I would support or agree with, even though it's yeah. something that I that I'm not personally in favor of. You know, like I would still I would still defend your right to have it, even though it's not something I would personally own. Yeah. You know, if you're if you are a law abiding citizen who have had that, like we said, never did anything wrong with it. Like, so I. I let me show let me tell you my prediction here of how this is really going to go. This is we have a mandated 90 days to get, you know, destroy or turn in your bump stocks, right? And after that, that's like the grace period. Right. And then after that point, I don't think anyone is going to come knocking at your door asking no. for your bump stocks. No, I do but not. But if see you are that. caught out in public with one, yeah. Game over. You certainly won't be able to take it to the range and use it anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you that's have the a, way I see it going. If you have a property that's out in the woods where you shoot your guns anyway, you know, then I you probably won't have a problem with it unless your neighbor who just, I don't know pays very close attention to politics is like this guy's still using his bump stock. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that's the only way. And in that case, snitches get stitches. No, I'm saying, but we have Jake here said door to door weapon seizures equals civil war, and yes. I, I I absolutely that's, agree. There's no way that that could, and that's why I said I, I don't see that as a. I don't really follow down that road because I don't see that as a possibility. Yeah, you know, that that's that's not gonna. I don't really see us ever being a country with like a a forced buyback or anything like that. Um, but I have something else I wrote down here the other day when. They were talking about in New Zealand, you know, that mm-hmm. they're doing like a forced buyback now. That how how do you think that that would go in America if if whatever happens and we get to a point where things are so so progressively controlled that mm-hmm. legislation gets passed that there's a forced buyback for fucking AR-15s. Like, what do you what do you think happens? And we're not experts. This is all speculation. I'm just asking Colin's personal opinion of what he thinks. But I'm curious because I. So the the first problem I see with that is, unlike a bump stock, perhaps, you are registering whenever you buy that firearm. So they know you have one, Mm -hmm. and it's it's really the the road you go down, or the road we go down as a nation would it would be determined by the actual enforcement of that. Just like we talk about the bump stocks, if we are in a position where the law enforcement is now told to go around and collect these things or knock on doors of people that have these things, then you're talking about a massive civil unrest that will happen. Yeah. And, but I just, I don't think you can, but again, even to do that, you're violating the constitution. In my mind, anyways, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. Right. But unless you have a warrant, somebody can come on, you know, some cop can come knock at your door. You're a registered gun owner. We're here to make sure that you've turned your in or destroyed them. We need to verify. They tell the cops to fuck off and get lost. You're going to be with killing cops. And then like, they come exactly back with a search happen. warrant. And then you're going to have some people that go off the deep end. And next thing you know, we are in some serious shit. But. That's how I think that starts is if, if you do have people going around, people are going to start killing cops to come to their house. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have... That happened all over the fucking country and not anywhere near enough police officers or SWAT agents or anything like that to handle. And then that escalates to National Guard doing it. Martial law. Yeah. Then that's when things go really, really bad. But I don't have enough faith in humanity in America that that won't happen. Because even if 
a lot of the most progressive politicians will talk about something like that and yeah. publicly support that. Much like the Green New Deal, they won't actually vote on that because they know that <laughs> right. if if the country plunges into civil unrest, they won't have a fucking job anymore. No, no, whatever they're doing won't matter anymore. No. Yeah, that's probably um, would be like a really good book because you, you, I don't I don't think you could make a video game like that. I think you'd probably run into a lot of problems with regulation, but you could you could easily <laughs> write a book that way, and that would probably be really interesting. I bet there's at least one that's already written that way, but. Probably. I think that would probably be a really probably. good book. You know what I'm saying? That would be pretty intense. Yeah. There you go. It'll be the uh, one of the subplots in my next crime novels because I write crime novels apparently now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got one more thing that I want to talk to you about. I was listening to Pod Save America this week, our favorite podcast, right? Yes. Um, and So painful. This so was painful. probably one of the most radical episodes that I've listened to, right? Because they... Said something about here. Let me grab my my brown paper notes. Um, those are they, those are paper notes. Those are uh, it's paper of color notes. Sorry, yes. get it right. Um, Don't yeah, be I'm really sorry. Um, so they were talking about the electoral college, right? Oh. And they said that the electoral college itself is anti-democratic. Yeah, apparently. Which I thought. Um, I mean, that's got to be an oxymoron, right? <laughs> No, like, in their I mean, minds, it's, it's, it's got to be because it's written into the constitution of this democratic republic that we live in. So I am confused as to how the electoral college could be anti-democratic. Because we talked about it last week. Yes, the electoral the electoral college essentially balances out the population centers of the nation. The electoral college is a beautiful thing, indeed, done right. And so, and I think in the Pots of America guys' minds, a they don't want republic. You know, a democratic republic no. anymore. They want a pure democracy. Straight so in their minds, they square it away like, well, this is the only way it should be because all the population center of the world are in big cities, which are generally rather progressive, which suits their mindset and their world outlook. And so that's the way it should be for them. Yeah. Everything on that show is 100% subjective from a very progressive standpoint. It's crazy. So I'm like, <sighs> if you want to really tap into the mind of a of a deep-seated progressive, listen to Pod Save America, <laughs> Pod Save the World, anything under the crooked media tag, they're, they're all very interesting folks who seem not to have a grasp on reality most of the time. They also said, um, and I want to explain this phrase real quick that we use pretty frequently, is like a small R Republican, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so just to explain that, you're talking about somebody who's a conservative, you know, who's a Republican, but they're more like a moderate conservative. You'd say that they're a small R Republican. You know, they're not super hardcore. It's just like a, it's just a saying, right? So again, on Pod Save America, they were talking about these, like what we are calling really progressive candidates, you know, that are coming out talking reparations and all this shit, right? A lot of the stuff that we talked about last week and they called all these ideas, small D democratic. Ideas. Oh yeah. These are small. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Kamala man? Harris, Cory like, Booker, Elizabeth, Warren, small D Democrats like, in their eyes. I, yeah, th I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I wonder if the uh, o Obamas are small D in their mind, considering they used to work for them. Yeah, I, I I thought it was very interesting. I don't know how you could consider any of those people. Um, I don't know. 
Because I don't know. I, I like Bernie Sanders. How do you consider Bernie Sanders a small D Democrat? I mean, not disregarding the fact that he's an independent. He's right? a, he's a, he's a capital like, S small D socialist <laughs> Democrat. That's I'm, that's I'm like that's so fucking weird. Like how do you? Yeah, yeah, very strange. You can't find a whole lot of logic in that because there's not much there to be found. Unfortunately, odd, odd these people over at Pod Save America. Yeah, that's, you know, and it scares me that they have the following they have because that just shows how many people. I don't think many of them, many of their listeners are like me and you who are essentially doing oppo research every time no, we listen no. to it. <laughs> I think most of their listeners are supporters. Yeah. it's And that scares me. <laughs> it really does. I don't want to see their numbers. That would make me sad. It would. It would crush my soul into dust. <laughs> you like Snanos. Thanos snapping his fingers. Gone. All your ideals. Gone. Everything's gone. <laughs> We live in Russia now. Do you have anything else that you want to you want to attack in this <laughs> no, pre-show here? This is legit. All right. Well, with that, man, I think that we can begin to get out of here. I'm going to hit these social medias again real quick. I want to thank everybody for joining us on Facebook for Salt of the Streets episode 54 pre-show. We have our own personal social medias, uh, Salt of the Streets Instagram, obviously, and we have our own personal social medias, Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram and Salt of the Street on Twitter, and he has a Big Bird Offy on both of those things. We have. Salt of the Streets on YouTube, where all these videos go to afterwards, on saltofthestreets.com, where you can find absolutely everything. This episode will be out on Monday. Look out for it then. Listen to it. Leave us a rate and review. Help people find it so that we can make money and do better things for you guys. Uh, that's it. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Are you ready? Peace, peace. Peace. <laughs>